Hello, listeners, and welcome back to the FPL Conservatory, your one-stop shop podcast for everything FPL. For those of you new to the podcast, we're available on both Spotify and YouTube, so please make sure to follow and subscribe. We can offer you analytics, the FPL veteran experience, we have banter, we have knowledge, and we have Perry Williamson. <laughs> we, we appreciate the support so far and the comments we keep getting through. A special shout-out to Callum Highland today. You know, I see he listens to every week, he comments every week, and I've never known a guy as interested in his raised penis as his stepdad. right Right, seriously this week we are going to look through game week one we will be reviewing the points the bonus points the assists who to avoid team reviews from the fpl conservatory league uh we'll give you the code later and we can discuss how bored and annoying pep is i'm not taking it better but uh yeah let's get into this (laughs) right so i'm gonna introduce you guys in a different way than we've done it so for game week one average points was 65 so when I say your name, just give us what points you've got, a little overview of your team. Yeah, let's do this. So welcome to the pod, Mason Grove. Hello, hello. Hello, everybody. Nice to be on the pod once more. Um, what's the average, Joe? Sorry, my, I seem to have a memory of a goldfish. Uh, it was 65. 65. So I'm sitting at 79. <laughs> uh, which in obviously in, in the over grand scheme of things is good um you'll find yeah so but i'm not overly pleased with it could have been better um most of the big performers did well obviously salah sterling my defense did very strong which i put a lot of, of my funds into um my blanks were my differentials um barkley perez sigurdsson and king all did diddly squat <laughs> Yeah, I think that's quite a common theme. I think the, the big players did a lot and the differentials weren't really getting many returns. Uh, Perry Williamson, welcome to the pod. What up? How did uh, you yeah. do? Well, uh, well happy with my week, to be honest. Uh, 92 points. Um, I had the three premium players that done well, Salah, Sterling, Kane. Uh, all my defenders picked up points. Uh, the only players that blanked for me was King, Madison, Barkley. Uh, yeah, just very upset about Barclays' performance, especially when I had uh, Crystal Palace defender Kelly, who got six points on the bench. Ooh. And yeah, that's my mm. sort of... But 92 points, can't complain too much. Happy. That's decent for game week one. Uh, Mr. Jake Harris, welcome. No, thanks for having me again. Um, yeah, 93 points from me. Um, normal service has been resumed in the Ribdub's good bowl. I'm sitting top of the top of the pile. Um, I've got, yeah, my main three, Salah, Sterling, Kane. Um, then I had Van Dijk, who got a goal. And John McGinn, for me, wrapping up them seven points. Absolutely huge purchase at the start of the season. So, yeah, really, really happy. So, do you like being on top, Jake? Yeah, I like being on top and I like you underneath, bro. <laughs> Yes. Where am I then? Where am I in all this? Don't know. Somewhere at the bottom of my shoe. <laughs> <laughs> down in my toilet basin, mate. <laughs> right, I'll go through the other two. So Jordan and Ray can't be here. Um, Jordan, I've got on seventy-six points. Um, most of them coming from both Salah and Sterling. He did have Zuma in his team. We've got minus one. Ooh, he did have the combo. Yeah, he did have the combo of Josh King and Jimenez up front, bringing them a massive four points combined. So. <laughs> So I think Jordan, he peaked a few seasons ago. He's not lived since. And yeah, he's just dwelling in mid-table these days. Uh, we've got Ray, who is the wild card. Um, I've looked at his team. He got 84 points. I think oh, he's doing better than me. Commendable, he's, commendable. And that's with minus two from Hanley. Yeah, I was literally going to say, like, he did fair enough. He took Ruddy out. He understood. He actually did finally listen, put the hair in the sticks. He got him 10 points. But yeah, 
Ray did have Hanley starting for some reason with minus two points coming in his team. <laughs> uh, yep. So I'm your host, Joseph Cummins. Uh, I got 68 points. I need to talk about that. Uh, Pep's <laughs> Bold Road is back. Yeah. Great week. Bottom of our private league. And I think I'm very low in the FPL conservatory, but it's week one. Things can change. We'll see. <laughs> you, do, right. you hope so, mate, for your sake. <laughs> I hope so. Right. Let's get into the segment one. So game week one, it started on Friday with Liverpool at home to the Canaries. Uh, we all did a comfortable one, but Jake, talk us through it. Yeah, um, normal service resumed for Liverpool at home. They didn't lose a single game at home last season and they seem to have kicked off the new season, thumping newly promoted Norwich 4-1. Uh, the game was pretty much over in the first 28 minutes. Uh, they were 3-0 up with goals from Salah. And Van Dyke and assists from Salah and Firmin, yes. Origi <laughs> stole the show, racking up 12 points for a goal and an assist, and he nabbed the free bonus. Uh, so, yeah, brilliant play from anyone that had Origi for game week one in Mane's absence, but Mane being subbed on in the second half absolutely screams that Origi should be transferred out, in my opinion. Take your 12 points, run, don't fall into the trap. Uh, Mane is definitely going to be slotting back in there. Everyone expected Liverpool to give Norwich a lesson. Uh, but to me, it was quite surprising that Norwich had quite a fair amount of shots across the 90 minutes. They had 12 shots in total, five on target. Pookie notched one on for, for Norwich and he took it well. Um, Norwich only spent 3.5 million <clears throat> since being promoted, which is really, really, really low. I think it's the lowest ever of a promoted team since the Premier League began. Um, maybe they feel they've got enough in the squad, but yeah, they got absolutely smashed really um so to wrap up the game i'd say keep an eye out on the liverpool defense especially now allison's out for six weeks i don't know if anyone knows but uh, adrian is 4.5 mil <laughs> on on fantasy uh so he could be a temporary pick to free up some funds um but this week masks the loss of the liverpool clean sheet as van dyke scores and trent alexander arnold notches another assist five games consequitive so fantasy managers still walk away with the returns in that game unless, unless, you, got Rob, unless you got robertson yeah. like me mate then you get away with nothing <laughs> yeah, robertson he obviously got the two points he'd pick the wrong defender there um, but i got both who've you got <laughs> went for both trent and robbo Ah, big seven points. Mm, not missing out on neither of them. That's a point per million. No, it's not. It's even less. It's 0. <laughs> 0.5 points per points million. Per million. That's yeah. not good. It's not ideal. I just had Van Dyke and got the eight points from the cheaper the cheaper option. So maybe yeah, well, let's see. Let's see if this is the same conversation next week, shall we? <laughs> no, it's, Bro, it's, it's mad how fantasy just affects every every game you watch. Like If you think that like, I haven't got Gilfie Sigurdsson for it, for, Let's take yeah. And if I watch an Everton game and Gilfie's on the ball and looking like the shoot, I just pray that it's not going in. Like, it's, <laughs> so like, true. If you ever watched like six years ago before you get involved in fantasy, you can just sit and watch a game. Yeah. But now you just like everything just Yeah. You know, so revolves true, around like, fantasy. Sleep, dream, eat fantasy. That's it, man. The teams you hate, you kind of just think like they go one new up and now you're looking for them to get another three goals because you've got Kane captain. It's mad. I was buzzing for the Liverpool match. I was like, I was a Liverpool fan. I was like, fucking, let's fucking smash Norwich. 5-0. I want to see Salah Hattrick. I was like, hang on. What's going on? Yeah, bro. Like last season, I think I had Hazard in. <laughs> like, obviously, I'm a Spurs fan. Chelsea playing. Hazard scores like some last minute like goal or something. It was like in the race for top four. I'm up literally celebrating. <laughs> I looked at myself afterwards like, what am I doing? <laughs> 
Right, cheers that guys. So let's move on to the Saturday lunchtime kickoff. Uh, that was Man City getting their season underway at the Olympic Stadium. Uh, there's been a lot of talk on this podcast about to who to put. I remember in the uh, first podcast I mentioned Laporte, De Bruyne, Jesus. None of them winning my team. Mason, talk us through what happened. Yeah, yeah. So they come flying out of the blocks, didn't they? City picking up where they left off. Um, probably following on from Liverpool the night before as well. Obviously a convincing, dominating win over West Ham. They look just as ruthless. Um, Sterling got the hat-trick, obviously, and he also got another disallowed VAR goal. So he could have got four, and that was very close. I was watching it on Sky Sports News. It was like a couple, like half an inch offside, if that, like, it was crazy. So he could have had four goals. Um, so if you don't, if he's not in your team and you're listening, get him in your team. Um, the other two goals came from the rotating strikers of Jesus and Aguero. Um, I do think this is the year where Aguero is going to be playing a little bit less minutes and Jesus is going to play a bit more um, this obviously and you know how much Pep loves the rotation Joe you especially uh-huh. I think um, I think they'll be rotating a lot this year and I think Aguero might be getting slightly phased out and I think Kane and Uber will be the um, top premium striker picks um, so yeah that was that was the City game uh, the City side sorry West Ham picks um, if you have West Ham players, obviously I wouldn't feel too hard done by and I wouldn't knee-jerk them out just yet. They played a very strong City side. Um, the result was only going one way, to be fair. I did think they'd sneak a goal, um, but they weren't able to. If you do have the likes of Fornals, Haller and those guys, um, I'd let them play some games before you um, yeah, make any that, then, rash man? judgments. Who's having, who's, a doing Ham, what? who's having a West Ham player for game week one? Just sub them in after the game. It's just a, surely a dumb move. Yeah, I don't know, man. Some people out there. I know my, a friend of mine has uh, started with Felipe Anderson in his squad, and he was saying to me yesterday he's going to take him out. And I was like, just chill out, mate. It was against City, you know? Like, what do you expect? I mean, they got Brighton next, then Watford, uh, then Norwich, uh, then Villa. Yeah, it's the proper test, isn't it? So, you know, that's when that's when you're going to get the points. Maybe they're just bypassing game week one, taking the L, so to speak, um, and, and looking forward to, the, to those tasty fixtures coming up. They still got spanked at home first game, though. They got spanked. I know it is City, but is yeah, I know. But I mean, come on, it's City against West Ham. Like it's three, three nil, four nil, five nil was it expected? Did I see a stat that said City have scored twenty four percent of all goals scored at the London Stadium so far? Because they've just beaten like five nil, five one, four one. <laughs> like, it's absolutely wow. ridiculous. Uh, you hate horrendous. It, you hate to see it. You kind of love to see it, to be honest. <laughs> but... West Ham. So... <laughs> <laughs> cool right let's get on to the three o'clock kickoffs uh let's start with you pal um talk me through Watford v Brian and what I'd call probably the shock of the weekend actually yeah I think I, I agree with you yeah it was shocking um before before the game I put Brighton to to get relegated I thought they had a mayor sacking Chris Hewton and stuff but they played really well and if you had a Brighton player in your team you know, there's a lot of points to be had up there because obviously with the clean sheets, so you've got Duffy, Montoya, Byrne all getting six points. Ryan, I saw a lot of people having Ryan in their team. He scored nine points, so that was big. Dunk got the three bonus points at the back, scoring him 11 points. So if you had Dunk in, which is another popular choice, you've done well. Um, Pascal Gross and Proper come in with a two assists, getting six points in the midfield. Uh, March and Stevens getting their three points. And up top, you've got Andoni and Warpire. Murray somehow only gets two points. I don't know how Murray is at least a six-point machine. But yeah, um, yeah. so Brighton looking really strong. Got three goals out there. So that's three different assists. Two different goal scorers. 
No, three different goal scorers. Oh, two. My bad. <laughs> and um, yeah, and yeah, it looked really good. Now, however, if you had any Watford players in your team, thank God last day this, uh, on Friday morning, I got rid of Dale Feu and uh, he scored a big one point. <laughs> if you've got any Watford players in your team, you've had a mare, especially if you've got Abdullah Decore. I was out with someone the other, uh, the other day and she was like, first thing she said to me was Fantasy League. Had to call me. I was like, you've been in there. Zero. <laughs> Everyone else, uh, two points and one points. So, yeah, if you had any Watford players, luckily I didn't, uh, you're a shocker. On the other hand, if you had Brighton players, if you had like Pascal Gross, which was an absolute favourite from two seasons ago, you've done well. So, yeah, that is my roundup. That's all I've got to say about that, really. <laughs> yeah, cheers, pal. I saw they, yeah, I saw they played back three and right. That's very budget defence. So, Definitely one to look out for, Brian. I didn't have expectations for him, but you never know with Graham Potter. Right, so, Jake, let's go to Bournemouth Sheffield United because I think there's one player you want to talk about, definitely. Well, what can I say, boys? Um, <laughs> Here we go. Mystic the, Jake, I swear. The man, the myth, the legend. Billy fucking Sharp. Equalises for the Blades, subbed on in the 82nd minute, and the Midlands Messi takes only six minutes to pounce inside the six-yard box. In my opinion, just keep him on the pitch at all times. You're going to win at least 5-0 every game. Um, The game ended 1-0 with goals from Mepham, who I'd never heard of before, um, for Bournemouth, and an assist from Callum Wilson. No returns this game week for uh, Josh King, who has a 19, a 19.9% owned percentage, which is actually higher than Wilson, obviously because of the, the price difference there. Sheffield United are actually the better team throughout the 90. Eddie Howe said in the post-match that the Cherries did not play to their strengths at all. So he's obviously looking to maybe switch that up in the next week, potentially some more attacking threat. Uh, important to note was Lundstrom, I think I'm pronouncing that correctly, who is a four mil defender. He started as a wing back for Sheffield United. Uh, I imagine he's on most people's benches, he's on my bench. Um, but Sheffield United have two home games on the spin coming up against Palace and then Leicester. So we will definitely find out a better picture about Sheffield United in the next two game weeks. I have actually somehow backed myself into a corner and I've got double Sheffield United defence in my next game week. <laughs> oh, God. Like, I've got Henderson in goal and then I've realised that Walker Peters has City away. So I'm obviously going to play Lundstrom. So I'm either going to walk away... Sheffield United fan. Absolutely bossing the differentials or I'm going to walk away with, as I expect... Two one points, <clears throat> two one points from Henderson <laughs> and Lundstrom. Uh, but Lundstrom got three points this week, so that must mean he got one bonus, right? He got one bonus and didn't contribute anything. If just wow. that's not bad. That's sound, that's, it sounds like he was working hard. This year's Wambasaki, you're saying? He could be. No, like, no, Lundstrom. He could be Wambasaka. He's mad that he's actually starting for four mil. Uh, he's in my team, but Bournemouth quite disappointing. Sheffield United apparently gave a, a good account for themselves, and obviously, if you've got Billy Sharp in the team, as I said, you um, can send your PayPal money to my account. <laughs> I saw this funny video the other day. Uh, it was today actually of a Sheffield United fan walking into the Vitality Stadium. Obviously, it's only got one tier all the way around. Um, comes in and he goes to his video and he goes, what the fuck is this place? Goes up to the studio and goes, excuse me, mate, do you know where the stadium is? (laughs) (laughs) So as he's coming out to his seat. (laughs) Right. 
Right, cheers for that analysis, Jake. Uh, Mason, let's go over to you for the Burnley v Saints game. Uh, quite Oof, a surprising scoreline. Yeah, yeah. Also, yeah, this was the other surprising one, other than the the, the Watford match, obviously. Uh, Burnley won 3 0. They didn't have a great season last year. I think people kind of expected them to probably get back into it, but not come out of the blocks this, this quickly. Um, they looked tempted, didn't they? Burnley straight away from game week one. They got quite a lot of. Uh, cheap players who fit the price range of, of areas that kind of people need um, that kind of 5.5 midfielder price range Ashley Barnes got on the score sheet twice um, his goal record at the moment is pretty unreal Joe I'm not sure if I feel like you would know what his goal form is like at the moment no he's um, I think he's got the for the Premier League he's got 11 goals in 2019 which is literally up there with Aubameyang Aguero and everyone so it's the second highest very good form He's a 6.5 mil as well, same as Josh King. So if you had Ashley yeah. Barnes rather than Josh King, but I must say on Burnley, I was having a look at uh, putting Ashley Barnes in instead of Josh King for this week, but they got a really, they got like four hard fixtures. Indeed. Up. Game week five is is where I'm looking to slot in a Burnley player. I think they would do well this season. Sean Dyche obviously been with, with that group of guys for quite a long time now. I think they've got good understanding. Um, the two assists for Barnes' goal came from Eric Peters. Um, I don't know what his ownership is, but I'm imagining it's quite low. Uh, and then a goal for Goodmanson as well, who's obviously plays kind of, um, uh, where does he, centre mid or right mid? I can't remember. Just knocking about somewhere in the midfield, obviously not, not another <laughs> yeah, FPO yeah. asset. Um, I think the man, the attacking threat who people might have had in their team, Chris Wood, obviously blanked. Um, so any Burnley kind of fans or people who, who have punted for Burnley early on, and went for Chris Wood, kind of been stung a bit there because the rest of the team played well. Uh, yeah, so I have written here, yeah, would look to get Burnley players in from game week five onwards. Uh, the next fixtures are very tricky. Arsenal away, Wolves away, then Liverpool at home. And then they have um, four or five uh, matches which are rated as, as two on the app, which is um, the kind of easiest rating you can get. Um, so very tempting to put some Burnley players in game week five onwards. From a Southampton perspective, they look shaky, unfocused. Uh, Redmond had some bright spells at the start of the first half, but once Burnley scored, they, they lost kind of all their momentum. Um, they, their players are kind of, I don't see many people with Southampton players, maybe because they've got some spotty fixtures coming up. They've got Liverpool at home, then Brighton away, then Man United at home, uh, then Sheffield United away. So a mixture of good and bad. Um, if you do have Saints players, you're going to want to kind of, you're going to need a sub maybe to rotate, a sub that plays so you can rotate them out on those Liverpool and United matches coming up. Um, I think you're forgetting that Southampton has uh, Daddy Ings. So. Yeah, Dings. <laughs> um, anyone who had Che Adams, we're looking at him now with a bit of trepidancy, thinking, you know, um, and I'd expect him to get subbed out now for other people of, of that price range, the likes of Barnes. Uh, Yota, King, if those two want to fucking start performing, that'd be great as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that's that's. You pull out some words mate, on this podcast. Hey, I'm a I'm a smart boy, mate. <laughs> yeah. Well, how do you know the word trepidancy? Uh, I've read it. On Reddit. And that's that's all I got to say about Bernie Saints, Philly. <laughs> hey, you're right. <laughs> Cheers for that, Mason. Uh, that's all the three o'clock. So I'll cover the game I actually went to, which was the 5.30 uh, Tottenham v Aston Villa. Um, I'll try and be an unbiased, so correct me if I'm wrong, team. Um, but Or comments if you want to get involved. I'll happily take the shine away from Ray's penis or Jordan's nan. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> do I want that sentence on my nose? <laughs> Did Jordan's nan go with you? <laughs> <laughs> right. What about Ray's penis? She was with me. 
<laughs> Come on. Right. Uh, so, 3 1 to Spurs, uh, a very flattering scoreline. Um, actually, there's a, on our Instagram, just giving a little plug out there, and there's a voice clipping of the last podcast where Jake Harris actually said it would be 3 1 to Spurs, and he said that John McGinn would score a great goal. And this actually happened. 5.5 million John McGinn scored a cracker. Um, he also he also stated that Harry would get a brace in that voice clip as well, which also did. That's fbl.conservatory on Instagram for anyone that wants to join the crew there. Mate, I bet you, I bet you wish you'd put a bloody tenner down on that now. Yeah, I did, man. I made uh, 500 grand. I'm quitting this podcast. <laughs> John McGinn scored first, Tottenham 3-1. Yeah, uh, but it was a flattering scoreline, to be fair. Um Endon Bele, who we said don't put in your team, scored a great goal from outside the box. And I think a lot of FPL managers were happy when in like the 85th minute Kane scored and then in the 91st minute he scored again. So he got free bonus, which was 13 points. So that was healthy for a lot of FPL owners. I think he was pretty high in the captaincy list. Uh, we said Aston Villa were quite a mixed bag. Um, they did play pretty well. Um, I still wouldn't jump the gun on them because I remember Fulham had a decent start to last season as well. John but it's... Yeah, well, it was a game of two halves, though. Don't you think the second half yeah. didn't pose any threat whatsoever? Yeah, I'd say that's true. Um, I'd say Wesley, he's looking like a Rondon sort of type. So he's either going to get you a few goals and then he's going to go about five weeks getting you two points and that. Um, he's got a good hold up play. He'll bring others into play, but um, I can't see him being a good shout for six million. He was on the one to watch. Uh, the ones I would say was Heaton. He got save points. He looked decently like his old Burnley self. Time wasting, keeping saves. Mm. You know, he's going to get points. Tyrone Mings is pretty epic, actually. He actually got, got two yeah. both, even though they um, conceded three goals. Um, so he could be one to watch if they have a good run of fixtures. Spurs, though, I'd say, with the fixtures coming up, avoid him if you haven't got Kane already. Uh, more what was in the, the defence like, Joe? What was the Spurs defence plan like? It was, I don't know, they only had that one chance, which was like a long ball, and it was just mis- misjudged. And after that, in the second half, Villa didn't have a shot on target, I don't think. So, mm. Kyle Walker-Peters looks like he's going to be staying until at least January. Cause there's I, thought really- he played, I thought he played really well. I was very impressive. Um, he did. It's, just, it's interesting, Vertonghen got left out for tactical reasons, so he wasn't even injured. So, it was Toby and Sanchez. So... Um, ben Davis is back in full fitness, so Spurs' defence is a bit of a lottery, really. I think Kyle Walker-Peters, if you've got him, I think with the Spurs' home fixtures coming up, it could be worth leaving him on the bench one week, then putting him back in. Um, but other than that, I'd say avoid him, because Lamella and Mora, they didn't do anything. Eriksen come on and pretty much saved us, I'd say. He was the only So, yeah, I'd say that's it for uh, that game, really. Uh, right, moving on to Sunday... Uh, I was hoping we'd have another person giving us a live podcast, so I was hoping Ray would do it for Newcastle v Arsenal, but he actually went to St Mary's in Southampton, so I'm not <laughs> So, Mason, I think it's like you talk us through this one, please. Hang on, hang on. Did we miss Jake talk about Palace Evan? Palace Evan? Oh, that was nil-nil, yeah, I completely forgot about that game. Uh, do you want to say anything about that? Uh, only if you want me to, man. Yeah, go for it. I'm sure people got defenders of both teams. And to be honest, I'm not really surprised that you forgot that game. I think I've only just woken up uh, from the match <laughs> of the day highlights. I mean, it was bad. Uh, really disappointing from Everton. Uh, from the highlights I've seen the match in the day, this is like, don't judge me. I'm not going to watch 90 minutes of that. But really disappointing from, from Everton. There was a moment there, though, when 
ding ding they whipped it in and Silif Gjertsen got on the end of it uh, and but it was cleared off the line by Patrick Van Arnholt I know there yes few, yes few, I have few, both of those in my team I know uh, a few people in here have got Dingne and uh, Silif Gjertsen so that would have been some really fucking humans uh, Keane started on the bench but he came on in the second half so you imagine that he's going to be starting soon uh, Palace looked alright in the build up but they might as well just had Bentner up top like Max Meyer he had the one on one he just decided to literally pass it into the keeper's hands Zaha came on didn't make any impact uh, Palace for me really going to struggle to score they've got Ben Teke as their main striker who scored four times in the last two seasons which is like fucking dreadful um, there are a few clean sheet points knocking about. Kelly, four mil defender, got clean sheet. Dingley obviously got clean sheet. Um, so that's all I've got to say about Silver Gudjetson, really. <laughs> yeah, cheers for that. The less said about that, the better. Yeah. Uh, yeah, over to you, Mason. Sunday, uh, Newcastle Arsenal. Have a bit game. Yeah, sorry, me and Pell are just having a bit of a war here on our uh, on our notes, Google notes. We're just cussing each other. Anyway, um, Newcastle. <laughs> Newcastle Arsenal. Uh, when I saw that starting eleven from Arsenal, mate, I, I physically laughed. Like that was a bad starting eleven. Um, however, over the coming weeks, like Pepe, I think now, like I reckon after game week two, if he doesn't start ninety minutes next week, he'll start ninety minutes from game week three onwards. If if early, I think he might even do the full ninety now from game week two because um, he came on in the game, obviously. So definitely one to keep an eye on Pepe. I reckon he'll start racking up points now. Um, and I think he's at 9.5, which is somewhat affordable in that midfield range if you've got the funds laying about. Um, yeah, and David Luiz obviously coming in um, and Torreira will kind of put a bit more experience in that team. Um, and I think they'll look a bit stronger. They still won, obviously. Um, Uber got the goal, as expected. Probably the only player in that Arsenal team you'd expect to be able to put the, the, the goal away. Um, the assist was from Ainsley Maitland-Niles. Not much to write home about in the game. Newcastle looked okay. Um, their £40 million signing, Joe Linton, looked non-existent. He cost £6 million on FPL. They did bring on um, St. Maxime, um, who looked really lively. He looked proper good. He, was, he had like three or four shots. Um, he's priced at 5.5. Um, but yeah, I wouldn't be getting any Newcastle players in my team anytime soon. But keep an eye out for Pepe and Bamiyang, obviously. Yeah, cheers, sir. I mean, another one you said, I see Bellerin's out until October. So, Maitland-Niles, obviously, he got a clean sheet and assist. And I know Arsenal got some decent fixtures-ish coming up. Mm, he's going to be Does anyone know his price? He's five million. Though. Is he not down as a midfielder, though? No, he's defender. He's yeah. down as a... Yeah, so he could be one to watch if Bellerin's out till October, but it's Arsenal, I'm not touching him. Uh, anyway. Yeah, Arsenal defence is poor. Yeah, I want to yeah. see what, when they add Tierney and David Luiz if it makes any difference at all. Like I think that Tierney is quite good going forward, so maybe maybe a little assist left back uh, if, if Arsenal can keep a clean sheet. That is, I bet yeah. that's the first time Arsenal's kept a clean sheet, especially away from home in a long time. Now don't quote me on that, but I bet it is because they kept one clean sheet last. Home. They kept one clean sheet away from home all of last season. I think that was yeah, the end. So. Yeah, it was. But yeah, I think if you play David Luiz, you got to play him in the back three, haven't you? I think as a back four, he's a bit risky. So yeah. if you've got Tierney and I guess Bellerin or them, they're both 5.5 maximum or 5 million. So it could be one to watch in the future. Yeah. Right. Let's move on from that game. Leicester v Wolves, Mr. Perry <coughs> Williamson. Talk us yeah, this I think one. this is probably one of the most disappointing games for differentials for, for everyone, really, because there's a lot of differentials out there. 
Obviously, both teams not scoring. Man like Dendonko's in my starting team. <laughs> <laughs> got, got cheated by VAR. Was so like happy to see it go in. Flash scores come up. I was like, yeah, that's points. But obviously, VAR, we've got to get used to it now. It's not, um, yeah, no no luck. So, only if you've really got any defenders in this, ta- uh, this team have you done well. Uh, Bolly picked up uh, three bonus points. Um Evans and Pereira picked up the other bonus points as well. So there's a lot of points to be had in the back line. Uh, people doesn't see Johnny, Cody, Bennett, uh, Pereira, Chilwell, Evans, and bloody, I'm not even going to try to pronounce that other name. Soyunku. <laughs> Soyunku. Um, yeah, so a lot of people had Vardy, two points, disappoint, disappointing. I had Madison, three points. Then Donka, three points I had as well. So... It's not the end of the world, three points, I guess, six points from two players, uh, especially with the other pit players running, but I'm going to be expecting more for next uh, for next game. So, a bit of a disappointing game for the differentials, this one. You say that, I think that Soyunka is a 4.5 million, and it sounds like Rogers is going to keep him. So, he's a budget option, and if he's going in Leicester's defence, it could be. Could yeah, be. I think that is one. Right, um, final. Slot him in. Yeah, the final game. I've been waiting for this. United v Chelsea. So Perry, you talk us through it, but I'm sure I'm sure Mason and Jake will have a few things to say about this game. <laughs> yeah, they got absolutely spanked, didn't they? Uh, hated um, seeing Rashford get a brace. If you listen to me in the other podcast, I was so thinking about Rashford, and now I'm trying. I was having a look at my team earlier. I was trying to think of ways to work him in for eight point five mil, which is a decent price for him, I think. So I need to free up about two mil and try to get rid of fucking shit Barkley. Um, try to get try to work Rashford in work Sank out but I don't know I haven't quite cracked it yet Uh, so yeah um, if you had Kurt Zuma who was another player that was in my team but thankfully I took him out before this uh, game week one uh, minus one for Kurt Zuma so that is a shocker anyone got Zuma in here I think Jordan Jordan Jordan. I had him him like two days before and I took him out yeah so uh, yeah so hardly any points for any Chelsea players really uh, Barkley, yeah, got me that big one point. Thank you. Uh, all the back line got zero points. Zoom on a minus one. Now, a lot of points to be had in the United team. De Gea got 10 points. So that's a huge, uh, you know, so I think that's probably the highest scoring goalkeeper of this week. Wan Bissaka got me eight. So that was decent. So he got bonus points. Even though you guys are a bit unsure as to why he was receiving them points. Am I right? Yeah, it just seems ridiculous. But I think you've got some stats behind, haven't you? Sorry? I think you know why, don't you? <laughs> no, I don't. Oh, sorry, I man. wish I did, what mate. I wish I did. But yeah, he picked up the bonus point. I mean, I'm not sure how they even correlate. Doesn't make sense, man. How can you have like fucking four goals, four assists, and the fucking right back gets fucking two bonuses? Dead. Yeah. doesn't make no sense. Yeah. yeah, so Rashford picked up a bonus point, and Wan-Bissaka and De Gea picked up bonus points as well. Um Goals from Rashid, Martial and James. So I'm sure a lot of people have had uh, had them. Um, so, yeah, I mean, points-wise, if you had any United player, bar from a few, uh, you're doing all right. And uh, Chelsea looks like it's, it's a shocking start to the season and no one really saw it coming. So I'll let, I'll let the Chelsea boys talk now because I'm sure they'll, they'll sponsor. Okay, cool. Uh, Chelsea, have you got anything to say about that? Uh, I was annoyed because I looked at the start of 11 and all the FPL prices, every start of 11 was under 7 mil. So I'm guessing based on that performance, you guys are not going to be putting any of them in your team soon. I think the defence was just an absolute 
fucking shambles all over the place, really. Uh, the first half, we looked decent going forward. We hit the post a couple of times, Emerson and Abraham. I wasn't totally convinced by Abraham's performance, if I'm honest with you. It didn't really seem like he was doing so much to like disturb Maguire. It was, I think it was a comfortable evening for him. Uh, glimpses of going forward was not too bad, but yeah, absolute collapse at the back. Uh, Frank Lampard is fully at the wheel. <laughs> Mason, you got anything to say? Uh, yeah, I think we played pretty well. To be honest, on the wheel. Ooh. <laughs> Damn. Ooh. What God. did he say? At least Alonso's not at the wheel. Oh my word! Or Laurie's at that rate as well. To Wait. be fair. Uh, yeah, what's my opinions on it? I think we played really well, to be honest. I think we we had more shots and then more on target. We had we just got done four times on the counter, which is obviously unacceptable. Lack of concentration needs to be fixed. But I think going forward, um, we look pretty promising. Goals-wise and FPL-wise, fucking avoid everyone at Chelsea right now until we figure out what we're doing. Yeah. That's fair enough. That's a good analysis. Right. So that was I mean, all the game week one rounded up. Oh, sorry, go on, Pell. You got anything? So I'm going to stick with Barclay for this week. Um Surely they'll sort it out. Who have you got next at home? Can anyone, can anyone we got Leicester away next. No, uh, Leicester got home, home. Oh, it's home, is it? Yeah, yeah, surely. So is Leicester it? at home. Leicester, we've got no Chelsea. At yeah, home, Leicester home. Leicester. What day is that on, by the way? Because I'm thinking you've got a, you've got a game in Istanbul, haven't you? Pretty soon. Yeah, well, yeah, we've got that Wednesday against Liverpool, which is just balmy, but um, you know, whatever. Thirty Sunday. Mm. So they play Friday, you play Sunday, you got to play Wednesday. Uh, let's not get political about the FPL. Right, uh, second round number two. Right, so let's review the FPL Conservatory League. So first off, thanks for, if you're still listening, thank you. And thank you for all joining our league. Um, 631 people we've got, I saw, before we started this man, podcast. Huge. Crazy. So we're very chuffed. I think we're gonna still going to let people join, aren't we? So, uh, of the code is recruit. Uh, I'm not going to spell that. Um, it's on all the social media. Jake's been smashing the social media. So check that out, guys. Um, we appreciate you joining. And yeah, hopefully we'll have some prizes. It's not a really big budget, but it's going to be something towards the end of the season. So currently top is Kevin Barber. Uh, the name West Brom 19. Very high thought there. Um, 107 points. Um, should we go for his team? Yeah, go on. So... He played 4 4 2, but ended up being 4 5 1 because someone got subbed out. So he had Pope in goal, and it ended up with it being the back five of Van Dyke, Zinchenko, Walker, Dunk, and Lundstrom, obviously. So that's pretty solid defence. Free uh, in midfield. He, he did well because he got Sterling, Salah, and Marshall in midfield. Marshall 7.5, looking like a bargain at the moment. And up front, he had Kane and Wilson. So. Yeah, pretty much everyone in his team got points. It's the differentials that make it up, isn't it? Because everyone's, yeah, everyone's going to have your Sterling, Salah, Kane, and all these guys. But when you it's get this eleven-point dunk, yeah, mate, when Dunk's it. getting eleven and Pope's getting eight, then obviously they're the additional nineteen or whatever points that take you to the to the next level. So it's just a game of differentials, really. But yeah, no, a decent team, fair enough, top of the league, thirty-seven to go. Yep, I saw a lot of people triple captain Salah. I don't know if they're like taking the mick or if they literally saw Norwich at home as being a good points game. But yeah, it paid off either way. So mm. we'll see how they carry on. Uh, let's go to the bottom of the league. Um, so there's eight people who broke the um, eight people who broke the hundred mark this yeah, year. I think, I think uh, so about, far this week. Yeah, and I think about five of them had triple captain Salah. But yeah, we'll see how it goes. 
Right, let's go to the bottom of the league. Um, I won't say his name, but um, his team name is Star Lords. Uh, I think it was quite an unlucky week, to be fair, because it's not even like a really bad team. Well, you can judge. So he had Kepper in goal, obviously. Must be pretty bad to be last. Well, yeah. But I mean, I'll, t- I'll tell you the team and then you can say. So right. Kepper in goal, uh, back four, uh, Kafkar, Steve Cook, Christiansen and Zinchenko. Uh, he had a midfield four of Pogba, Eriksson, David Silva and Fraser. And he had Jimenez and Vardy up front. And that team scored 29 points. Yikes. It's going to be one of them ones, isn't it? Like, because it, on a week that Jimenez and fucking Vardy score, when no one else, well, I'd, certainly I don't have them. Like, he's going to get the points and I'm not. So it's just like, he's got a completely different team to everyone else. So I'm sure one week they'll perform, but it doesn't seem like he's got the but where's his muddy Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Is his bench decent or what? Yeah, yeah I was going to say, he had, he had Madison and King. He had Madison and King, second and third choice subs. Like, I'm just... He must have made that team and then forgot about it, man, because you're not starting them two on the bench when King's playing at home to Sheffield United. Yeah, you'd say. But you never know, mate. Stick with us and hopefully you pick up the point soon. Uh, You'll probably catch me at this rate, so don't worry about it. (laughs) I'm not even lying. 29 points is what I was averaging last season, mate. (laughs) Fuck it, no. Towards the end of it, honestly, I was happy to get like 50 points. Yeah. Right, let's... um, We'll do the final segment. Um... So it's early substitutions. Um, has anyone here in the sub made a po- uh, sub before I um, talk about the knee jerks? Yep, yep. Oh, there's a knee jerk. Yeah, I knee jerk yesterday in the Chelsea game. Um, <laughs> we were three 0 down. Um, I had I was looking at my phone. I was on the FPO app. I had transferred Barkley out with a replacement. They broke on the counter attack as I was considering it. I was watching the game. I said, if this goes in, I'm making the sub, and they scored. Daniel James, bottom right corner. Uh, so I subbed out Barkley. Who you slotted in? McGinn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Did you actually? Yeah, they got beast oh, fixtures. Trust me, man. Trust me. Got beast fixtures coming up. I'm actually no, going to have did... to take him out now because I can't be doing that, man. Put Barkley in trust. <laughs> Put Billy Sharp up top as well, I reckon. So you must have freed up 0.5 mil there, Mace, as well. Looking to wiggle in Pepe at some point. Oh, shit. Eyed him up. Eyed him up. Downgrade one of those uh, Liverpool left back, uh, wing backs in a couple of weeks. Upgrade Sigurdsson to PP. I think I'm laughing. Fair play. Uh, so I can see that a lot of FPL users have been very knee-jerky. So the top five subbed in. I shall do the top five subbed out. So... Allison, which is fair play because he's injured. I think he's had over half, half a million. million yeah, now. half a million. Crazy. Have any of you got Allison or not? No. Is it just no? I'll tell you what, though, he's obviously going to go down to maybe five point nine, five point eight over the next couple of That's weeks. I mean. So could be a nice pick up. So I was going to say, like, if so, if for people listening, what would you say? Do you reckon you should go down one point five million and go for Adrian, or would you go straight to Addis, um, Emmett, uh, Edison or someone like that? What would you do? Mm. I'd probably go for Adrian, you know, like, I think that keeper, the keeper, they're still going to have Van Dijk and Trent and everyone in front of them. And, you know, a keeper's only good as the play and players in the defence. So yeah. I would, I would just go for Adrian, free up some funds, get someone, slot someone in the midfield. But it's only trying to work Alisson back in once he becomes fit. So you got to have a, you got to think about the money. Can't spend it, yeah. You know, unless you want to, you know, cost points further down the line. 
Uh, so I probably would slot in Adrian, but just I would have. Um, Allison. I think I would have tried to play the financial arbitrage. I would have subbed out Allison and <laughs> gone for Edison, who everyone seems to be putting in. And hopefully, if Edison goes up to six point one and Allison goes down, you're picking up an extra point mill there that you can upgrade another player. So if if this was a stock exchange, I would be going short Allison, long Edison. Yeah, I think that's I think that's a very smart move. Um, just to go through that. Um, Adrian's fixtures are likely going to be, I think, if uh, Addison misses the next five weeks. Uh, Southampton away, Arsenal at home, Burnley away, Newcastle at home. And then it's touch and go if Addison will be back for Chelsea away. So I know how strong Liverpool's defence are. Obviously, I know they conceded against Norwich. But I don't know. I don't see many clean sheets here. I'd say Newcastle at home is the only guaranteed clean sheet. I don't know. I'd be worried, man, if I had like a couple Liverpool defenders even like three Liverpool defenders because even though the back four is decent Alisson's still a really good shot stopper he does keep the ball out and I don't know if Adrian has got got that as much in him so I don't know I would just be slightly more concerned if I was tripping up that Liverpool defence now there's this psychological thing when the number two keeper steps in for the number one they never get to play they always play beast I remember last year Angus Gunn mate got thrown in for Southampton against us we just peppered his goal game and didn't let his thing in I think Adrian would do a bit of that while Alisson's out. Yeah, could happen. Could definitely happen. Could happen. Could also definitely not happen. Yeah, well, 100%. That's it though, isn't it? <laughs> well, the only top five keeper subbed in in the most five subs is Edison, so it seems like... De Gea as well. Got... Oh, yeah, De Gea as well. Yeah, fair play. I'll give you that one. So I, was, I got distracted by the person just in front of him. Uh, mm. Right, so the top five subbed out. So Alisson, uh, Bernardo Silva, who did not play and he is in my team. Not bitter at all, Pep. Uh, eight million zero points, and they've got Fuming. yeah, unbelievable. Uh, Robertson getting subbed out. What is That's, that? That is surprising. That is a knee jerk, isn't it? That That's is knee jerk. Yeah, 100%. I sort of agree with Bernardo Silva. I do not, I do not blame anyone for getting rid of Addison or Silva. Uh, but Robertson, no, nah. even Robertson, Fraser, and Jimenez, they'll come good. They'll come good, mate. You know I mean, what that is? People just going Robertson to Trent just straight away, like it's just guaranteed, yeah. Yeah, Robert, Robert might get the assist next week. There's not going to be enough a lot between them. That's why people finish low, man. They just they're not good players. Mm. True. Yeah, true, true. You, you touched on the other two. I think they're sort of knee jerks as well. So Fraser's gone out of people's teams, and then the fifth most is Jimenez. Uh, I think that's quite harsh on Jimenez, but I guess if he's only, I'm guessing he's is he seven point five Jimenez or something. I guess with Rashford's form and Barnes's form, you can see where people are going. Yeah. Mm. It's yeah, still so knee jerky though, isn't it? Still is so rash. Are they, are they in form now? If you score, nah. Do you count that as in form? Is Ashley Barnes in form? Nah, I'd say Barnes. Me. Barnes between nineteen's been in form. Like he's carried on where he left last season. And yeah. Uh, so the top five most have been Edison, obviously uh, Sterling, which is getting worrying because if his price goes up, he's just going to be one of those people. It's going to be really hard to get in, especially if you haven't got him like me. I was going to say, I'm surprised that many people have subbed him in and didn't have him to begin with, to be, to be fair. Yeah, I'm trying to work it out. Obviously, he's 11 mil. I can only think that people would have spent their 100 mil and to get Sterling in, they must be taking a minus four, downgrading yeah. someone like Jimenez to Barnes and then like Bernardo Silva to uh, uh, whatever his face is. What are we talking about? Sterling. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's he saying? Um, do you know what I mean? So they, there must be some minus fours going on as well to get Sterling in. There's no like for like, really. Mm. I think uh, Bernardo Silva is the most of one, but that's, that's a 4.5 million switch. Like That's going to be like a minus eight unless you're doing something really drastic. Yeah. It's crazy. 
Uh, yeah, so Edison, Sterling, uh, Rashford, obviously, very impressive. Um, he's on my list to get now, I think. Uh, I'll tell you what, he's, Pell's going to have a mare, though, if Rashford starts going up in price. He's trying to work He's going to be now. He's going to be the new Vardy, isn't he? He's going to be your Vardy, Pell, let's face it. <laughs> yeah, it's already, I can see it happening. It's already happening. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Yep, uh, David De Gea as well. So another keeper who was already Allison going to De Gea to free up some funds. And yeah, they look decent at the back, United. And um, number five, five, which is a mare. Yeah. Divacarigi is a fifth most subbed so in. Bad. That's such a shocker, man. There are so many people who have no idea what they're doing. It's because he's 5.5, but he's a forward. He's playing left wing. And you saw Mane's already getting minutes. Like he's going to get dropped. Poor, that's just poor poor knowledge poor game knowledge if you did that sub if you're one of the 115k and you're listening to this podcast you should be ashamed of yourself <laughs> but can you still please subscribe yeah make sure you subscribe <laughs> fucking yeah. idiots and on that note please like this vid yeah and on that note I think uh, <laughs> we'll sign it off we'll actually we'll call it a day so um, I will say though uh, later this week we are going to do our game week two predictions uh, just to, we'll check on the Liverpool Chelsea game. We'll see if there's any injuries or any team news. So I know a lot of people give in predictions now, but I think it's better to save your sub later. Uh, no offense, Mason. And uh, <laughs> no regrets. It's cool, man. Uh, yeah, so we'll give a podcast later this week. So make sure you're subscribed or you follow on Spotify. Um, drop us comments what you like, what you don't like, and um, we'll try and get back to you. We're on all the social medias. Um, they'll be dropped in the comments below. And uh, yeah, so thank you, Mason. Thank, no, thank you, guys. Thank you for having me again. Cheers, pal. Uh, yeah, great debut uh, hosting there, Joe. Cheers, man, and cheers, Jake. Thanks, Joe. Really enjoyed it. Right, we'll catch you guys later. And yeah, peace. Just cheers, one more, guys. just one more thing. Whoever subbed Origi in, I hate you. <laughs> God, <laughs> Jordan's nan, wasn't it? <laughs> Ray's knobhead. <laughs> Ray's not got a team. Oh.